The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Saying that they expect origination to continue tumbling down, Loan Depot is cutting its funding capacity by $500 million. But what does this really mean for the company and the mortgage market? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by editor Dave Krzyzewski. Dave, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. Yes, it has. It has. And certainly, you've been covering a lot about what's going on with Loan Depot and the wholesale market altogether. But I guess just starting with the uh, the news that you you had for us today... Tell me a little bit more about Loan Depot cutting its uh, funding capacity. Well, this is the second time in two months that they've announced this. So they've actually reduced their funding capacity in the last two months by a billion dollars. And again, it's because, as you said, they're projecting uh, not only the current loan originations, but future loan originations to slow down. On top of that, they announced in August, early August, that they were going to get out of the wholesale lending business, which there's a trend for that these days, unfortunately. Right, certainly. Yeah, but they, you know, because they announced that, it makes sense that they're not doing wholesale originations. They don't necessarily need as, mu- uh, as huge a funding capacity as they've had in the past. Right, right. I mean, they're saying they expect uh, origination to turn down, but as you, I mean, that's kind of a, a self-inflicted thing, right? If you're not doing one of your lending channels, you're not going to do as much volume. Well, it's it's a question of chicken and the egg, which came first. And in their second quarter earnings report, they had reported that originations were down, and I, I guess they said they were down nearly 26% from the first quarter and down 54% from the second quarter of last year. So it had been cut in half. And because of that, they decided what's their best way to continue business. And best for them is retail, I guess, not wholesale. So they made those cuts. They've they've cut, eliminated a whole bunch of jobs, almost 4,000 since the end of last year. And going forward, this is what they're looking at. They're going to be doing more retail than wholesale. And they're not alone. I know we've we've reported it elsewhere, but just sort of on on this podcast, you know, give us a quick reminder, a quick rundown of of what's going on in wholesale right now in terms of companies either downsizing or getting out. Well, it almost feels like the last one out turned out the lights, but we're not quite there yet. But we have recently reported, among others, that Annie Mac, which uh, is no, actually the American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company. They recently announced on their website that they're going to cease wholesale operations at the end of October. And that joins a growing list of companies. Loan Depot is among them, but also Amerisave has said they're going to get out of wholesale lending. Mountain West Financial has said that. 
And we also had a, have had a report on Finance of America, which has said, well, they haven't said anything, but what, they, what we hear is that they're going to be selling off their retail business and that they're going to uh, eliminate, at some point, their forward wholesale business. The company has said no decisions have been made. They're negotiating with a guaranteed rate, uh, possibly for the sale of their retail business. But nothing's happened at this point, so we're just waiting on that. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. And these, a lot of these companies, when they make these announcements... They point to the drop in in volume, particularly uh, perhaps on the wholesale side. But is it that simple? Or I mean, what's going on with wholesale that you know that's taking it on the chin, uh, and and retail seems to be where these these companies want to be. Well, well, a lot of it, or at least some of it, anyway, seems to have to do with this pricing war that's going on. You've got the the big guns the United Wholesale Mortgages, the Rocket Mortgages, and some of the other larger lenders really offering prices below essentially what they're going to make a profit on. And, you know, you have Matt Matt Ishbia, the CEO of United Wholesale Mortgage, saying there's no such thing as friendly competition. So, you know, they say they're, they're not trying to put anybody out of business. They're just trying to do business. But there's a lot of companies that are reacting very negatively to what's going on. Right. Especially since, you know, you've got the flip side and you've got growing concerns about a recession and, and companies in the security market want to see higher rates, not <laughs> not lower. You you know, you can you can rush to, to lower your rate and get customers. But if, if investors aren't buying those 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 uh, security back, you know, mortgage backed securities, you're just sitting there holding on to these. So I guess, you know, what, what do we see happening with with wholesale? It's got to shake out eventually. You know, we're the biggest problem, again, is. Are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? Is the economy slowing down? Is it not slowing down? What's the Fed going to do? They don't have a meeting in October, which may help calm things a little bit, but they do have one in November and one again in December. And and all indications are if they don't see some direct evidence that the economy is starting to slow down and inflation is starting to fall back towards that 2% goal, then the bottom line is that the Fed is going to continue to do what it's been doing uh, since the beginning of the year, which is raising rates. So if that happens, then you know the dominoes fall and mortgage rates increase, and it's it's a domino effect from there. Right. Absolutely. As much as we hear people telling us that you know mortgages are longer term, they're not directly affected by the Fed. Then you've got the MBAs president coming out and blaming the Fed for aggressive attempts to get the economy under control. So, you know, it may not be direct, but it certainly has a, has an impact. Yeah. They, they say it all the time that it's not a direct correlation between what the Fed does and what mortgage rates do. But in the last couple of months, it sure felt like it. And, you know, we've seen some reports that say in some cases, mortgage rates are now over 7% and no one's quite sure where the top is. I'm old enough to remember when mortgage rates were double digits. Uh, I don't know if we're going to, we won't get there this year, 
or could we get there next year? A lot depends on what happens with the economy. Right. And and we just saw Black Knight's report today about home sales might be plateauing and coming down a tad. But when you look deeper and you look at, you know, debt to, in, um, sorry, payment to income ratio, it's uh, still not good. Still close to 40. I think it was 38% was the number, which is the highest in, in going back to the 80s. You have to go back that far to get that high. Certainly not conducive to people buying a home right now, especially if you're a first time home buyer, you don't really have much to you know, bring that, you know, to put into a, a down payment. Yeah. Giving away my age. I was one of those people who bought homes in the eighties. Uh, and I can tell you, that, you know, that's when rates were, were crazy. They were, you know, 13, 14% in some cases. Um, so, you know, are we going to get there? I don't know at this point, but it's, it's interesting. You have people complaining about the six and 7% rates and that's half of what they were in the eighties. So we've, we've had such low rates for such a long time that people need to figure out how to adjust all of this. They still sold homes in the 80s. We're still going to sell homes now. It's just going to be fewer homes. And and, again, part of this is all about inventory. And it's not just the home buyers who are holding off. It's the home sellers who don't want to give up their low rates that they have locked in on their mortgages now. Yeah, I used to love those spam calls of we have cash investors who will buy your home for cash right now. And then I'm like, and then what? Then I have to buy in this market, right. and I, you know, I've I've got a nice. I bought only a couple of years ago, so I got a nice rate and a nice price. I don't exactly want to get in this market right now. Yeah, and you're not alone. There are a lot of people who are holding off just because of that very thing. Right. So obviously, we'll have to see uh, what happens with sales and with with wholesale in particular. Dave, thanks for joining me. Glad to be here. We'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, October 3rd. As we just mentioned, Black Knight's monthly mortgage monitor report says that the median home price fell for the second straight month. The median price in August was 2% lower than the June peak. This is the biggest drop since January of 2009. Rocket is announcing a shakeup in its C-suite. Chief Financial Officer Julie Booth and General Counsel Angelo Vitale are both retiring. The company is promoting Chief Accounting Officer Brian Brown and Deputy General Counsel Tina John to fill the voids. And finally... United Wholesale Mortgage has announced three new tools for brokers, including an update to its UClose platform. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.